2: What? Happy, happy hour. Why was it such a happy, clappy blue wave week? Because of Gen X and Gen Z. Fuck yeah.
3: And women. And women. Well,
2: my point is, we have Gen X. Hello, Jen Kirkman is here. Yes. Uh-huh. Representing on happy hour. And Victor She, Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Woot! UCLA student who uh, was had been telling us all along about how the youth turnout was going to save us, and you did. The youths. You youngins. You youths. You... Okay, and you pretty shiny women's uh, uh-huh. like Jen Kirkman. It was. A, it's a fabulous happy hour. We're feeling bubbly. We. Uh, it was only a light spotting, as we keep saying all that's week. Right. You can We cannot get. We can't stop the flow of menstrual jokes this week, <sighs> because it was not a red wave. But we're
4: gonna bl- dump whatever that's in that blue little bottle into the maxi pad yes. to wash away all the red.
2: Yes, yes. Oh. Get your face up in this happy. Oh.
0: Off. welding instructor alex Declaire knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
2: jen kirkman's back we we were in a mid mrs kirkman story uh, okay, she, we were in a mid-Gems mom story. So I, I I love a woman that holds on to her grudges. For That is my, I mean, she is a woman after my own heart. So she, you're explaining yeah. her deep-seated hatred of uh, Prince Charles, who is now King Charles. But, yeah.
5: Well, you'll never hear my mother call him that, but. Yeah, I bet <laughs> not, yeah. And I apologize for talking into your break. I think there's a slight delay on the Zoom, so it, if anyone out there is like, why does Jen keep interrupting? It, it's I think it's a delay, so I, yeah. I apologize. But. She said, uh, this is an email from my mother. Uh, She said, the day after the Queen died, I thought Charles was a little too happy acting. You know, he's out with the crowds and waving and smiling. It was as if he was saying, I finally made it. I thought the occasion called for more somberness. And I think he's the one who made the remarks about the color of Harry and Meghan's children. He should keep his mouth shut after that disgusting tampon thing he said to Camilla in the love letters. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. I want to go out for drinks. At, I don't know, at the Cheers Bar in Boston with your mother. I can't, <laughs> I cannot get enough of your mom's Boston accent. But also just like that she would remember that Charles said that he wishes he were Camilla's tampon, because I remember things like that, too. I have like a photographic yeah. memory for the Bill O'Reilly sex, phone sex tape. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, well, it's obviously stuff like that sticks in your mom's head as well. Yeah.
5: And we talked about it on the phone after. I said, what does that even mean? Like, does he want his full body to be the tampon? Or is he saying that his penis is as big as a tampon? Because that ain't uh, nothing to brag about. No. What? Yeah.
0: Did
5: okay. You have to Jen any Pittman, of that? Um No, I didn't
2: wait, have to believe it. Nope. No. Oh, no. No. Okay. No. That was fine. No. Wait. Oh, but I was saying, I was just wondering if it impacted your view of love and relationships, her whole like lecture about Charles cheating on Diana. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I
5: think I think I was always a little paranoid if someone actually loved me or not.
2: <laughs> right, because of your mom's Prince Charles, I, I
5: love. He never loved it, and Jennifer, she never loved again. And you know, Dodi Fayad seemed like a lot of fun, but she didn't love him. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how she Be, knew that if Diana well, was calling her, or I don't know.
2: Listen, I you were just Chris was telling you giving you an update on the Oath Keepers trial, and it proves your point that men are bastard people. Because Stuart Rhodes is throwing his girlfriend under the bus as we speak. His girlfriend slash attorney. Right. Yeah. She, he says that she added incriminating information to his texts. Right. Oh come on.
5: <laughs> come. I don't, How God. do you do that? You just go in and, and like it's not like you can edit a text like how does well, she now add you incriminating can, but information? But you could back
2: then. Right. Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, here's Stephanie again trying to recruit me. She's like, all men are bastards. Look at the Oath yeah. Keepers. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly, Jen. Take a lap in the Lady Lake is my point. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I have a girlfriend. Hi, Anita and San I'm over, so, oh, Jen Kirkman. Anita and San Antonio. Hi, guys. You're wrong with Jen. Hi. Hello. Hello. Well,
1: I know somebody. Hi. I know somebody. A um, My mother-in-law, She's never voted Democrat. Mm-hmm. And she voted for Beto because oh. of the abortion thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Because she's pro-choice. She's, like, 70, 75 years old, and she's never voted Democrat, but that was just... um, And and she's a typical, like, Southern woman. Anita, um, a lot of...
2: I was going to say, somebody said that on our show, that they think there's going to be a lot of that vote of women telling their husbands, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm voting Republican, Mm. but that may not, right?
1: Yeah, especially in in these red states where we're actually feeling it right now. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine... um, you know we, we hear stories all the time about these women who are being turned away from hospitals who are bleeding or well, and also strokes.
2: Anita the youth vote I just saw these lines at uh, University of Austin yesterday that were amazing. I mean just in the in what we're yeah. seeing you know provably from early voting uh, in youth turnout is really good news.
1: Well th- that's what I'm hearing and from my daughter. And, oh, by the way, and she was out at her apartment, um, you know, student housing, and there were these young guys that were like 18 or 19 out there. And they were playing basketball. And she heard one of them turn to the others and say, have you voted yet?
2: Wow. Wow. So,
1: you know, I mean, that's not something that 18 and 19-year-olds usually talk about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I think it's a lot of things, Jen. Don't you? I mean, it's not not just Roe. I think it's, you know, student loan debt. There's a lot of issues. Marijuana. Um, that I, I yeah. think, you know, we're going to talk it, to Victor Shee tomorrow, who's our UCLA student, um, who said that, you know, provably, the numbers are way, way past 18 and 20.
5: And if you're a single issue issue voter, it's like literally every single issue is on the ballot. So right. choose one. Um, I, something heartening, too, about my mom in the political realm. My mom is technically pro-life, I guess. But when I explained to her the abortion ban, I said it's it's not quite about killing babies, not that she's that radical, but I said, you know, my mom took the birth control pill in the seventies, which helped cure her endometriosis, which helped me get born. And I said, if they let this happen, mom, they're going to come for birth control. And she said, well, that's not their business. And I said, exactly. Now, whether or not you love abortion or not, it's really about looking big picture and about what they're trying to do and how they're trying to keep women at home. And that really It was a five minute conversation and she really got it. And I don't know how she's going to vote. What? Is she Catholic? She's Catholic. Yeah. 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 But, you know, she's voted Democrat before, but I think um, I don't know if I don't think she'll vote Republican. I think she just wouldn't vote or she'll vote Democrat. But I I do feel like that little conversation with her, she really heard it. Yeah. And I'm lucky that she's not a combative, you know, angry right winger. But I think people have started to learn. Yeah. That it's not just about this issue; it's about a, you know a privacy issue, a slippery slope. Well, I think people really are getting it.
2: You're I, because that accent is so delightful, and we are you know tickled by the comedic value of it. I think that you we missed like a huge point there that I keep trying to make like every day is this is supposed to be the small government party. And that's what this midterm is about. Is about freedom. It's about women like your mother going. That's not their business. Right. It's like, you know, this is the party now that wants to tell women what they can do with their bodies. Tell me who I can love, who I can marry your kids, what books they can read. That is not small government. And I think this election is about freedom, your freedom to vote, your freedom to marry, your freedom to to, uh, you know, control your own body.
5: I also think, too, that these bigger issues that don't people don't grasp if they're not, you know, political nerds. Even climate change can be hard for people to grasp until you say, well, see that hurricane that just yeah. destroyed these towns, you know, we need infrastructure to plan for climate change. Um it's not just about stopping it, but it's about okay, if it is here, how do we recover each and yeah. every time there's I think the more we talk to people about how it affects them personally because at the end of the day not everyone's a saint and they don't think globally and about other yeah. people, but again, yeah. each issue we're dealing with does there's a way in to talk to people about how it affects them yeah, and like how they've... You probably know.
2: your mom has even seen Perfect Storm, hasn't she? I mean, isn't there something in there about Oh, Perfect
5: a- Storm with George Clooney filmed in Gloucester. Jennifer, Boston is a big town for movies, as big as Hollywood these days.
2: <laughs> and she even she knows a Nor'easter in November is nothing to joke about or something from that movie, right?
5: It's a Nor'easter, Jennifer. There was the blizzard of 74 when you were just a baby. Oh, you were so cute and you little... You little hat.
2: <laughs> Just wind her up and make her uh-huh. her mom. <laughs> She's easier. Speaking to...
5: of climate change, it's 75 degrees today in New York City on November 7th. It's not great.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Nothing more to see here. Um, also, have we mentioned how completely and totally awful all the Republican candidates are? I believe, I'm hoping this is our last time ever version of What the Hell Herschel.
3: There's more. Yeah. Oh, this may no. be our last ever this What the Hell. This isn't it. There'll be more tomorrow. He's
4: still talking.
2: Well, um, hopefully he will not be a – he will be former – He's never going to shut up. Okay. Uh, He will not be Senator Head Injury Herschel. He will be former Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Okay. Would you like to – okay, here we go. Ready, Jen? Here
3: we Would you like to play? Okay. The biggest threat to to democracy is to have Senator Warnock out there, to have Senator Warnock voting to put me in the women's sports. That's the biggest threat to democracy because we get a chance to vote. And because we get that chance to vote, we can get them out of office and that's what we got to do right now because if we don't get them out of office, we will not recognize this country after November hmm. it's the biggest threat hmm. to democracy is Was he getting applause things.
2: just for being there because he hadn't even started speaking yet just okay he, need, he needs some punctuation. He hadn't,
5: yeah pardon me. He said the biggest threat to democracy, and they started clapping. Like, yeah. we love threats to democracy. Yay.
2: is okay. I, was that the men and women's sports again? Yeah. Yeah, the biggest threat to Okay. All right. Let's move on.
3: Mm-hmm. Hey, somebody else did. I didn't sign up for nobody else did. I know y'all didn't need me. Then they, I happened to read this article. I read this article, and they asked the kids what they were doing with the money. They said they were out there buying video games. They were going on vacation. They was gambling. They were doing. They were drinking booze, and then they were doing all this stuff. And your a, thoughts on that? That was about student debt. On that. And what, oh,
2: oh, I didn't sign oh, up for someone
5: else's debt.
4: Yes.
2: That's what he said. Okay. Uh,
5: yeah, I heard something about drinking booze, and I thought, yeah. Uh, uh, I think yeah. he got sidetracked there and was just yeah. thinking about <clears throat> what he did in college. Yeah,
2: okay. Wow. All right, and one last
3: version of what the hell, Herschel. If you're a Martian, you live in the United States of America, I'm going to protect you too, because you blown to my family. Huh?
0: If you're a Martian? What the hell, hell,
3: Herschel? Wait, Wait, play that one again. Just listen. Hang on. If you're a Martian, you live in the United States of America, I'm going to protect you too because you belong to my family. (laughs) If you're a Martian?
2: If you're a Martian and and you you live live in the the United States, States,
3: I'm going to protect
4: you too because you're part. Do do you think that somebody told him illegal aliens and he thought they meant Martians?
2: Jen, I'm
4: sorry to do this too. I think so,
2: Travis. I need to hear it again. I need to hear it again. I'm sorry.
3: One more time. Here we go. If you're a Martian, you live in the United States of America, I'm going to protect you, too, because you belong to my family. Because you, you blown, blown
2: my family?
4: Belong to my family.
2: Oh, oh I could have sworn he said you belong, you, you,
1: belong you, my yeah, you <laughs> blown my family. you blown
4: my family.
5: But wait a minute. I want to be with the Martian's family, not his. Let, let me decide. If a Martian comes, I'm going with the Martian.
4: They are, make more sense to me. Arc, 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 Why are there I'm with
5: here? I, I
2: just die a little more inside every time. we. I know that it's our public service to point out yeah, how that, completely unqualified he is for the Senate, but I just die a little that inside Martian every time. Got I, me, though. Yeah. Okay. I really think he but,
4: thinks illegal aliens are from Good Mars. for you if
2: you can find someone to blow your family. I think that's important. <laughs> okay. Kyle. I'm sure uh,
3: Christian appreciates it.
2: Kyle in Albuquerque, you're on with uh, Jen Kirkman. Hello. Hello. Kyle is a big fan of Jensen, who isn't? Hello. Hello Kyle.
4: Oh. Yeah, hi. You guys really threw me off. And it's and it's Eastern California Reno, but who cares? Oh, okay. Um Ms. Kirkman, uh, I was wondering if you wanted to discuss our mutual love of Hallmark movies. <laughs> I know you wrote one, which was the best one last year, by the way. And um oh, my God. I'm admitting on a worldwide platform now that I love Hallmark movies. I'm embarrassed.
2: No, there are a lot um, of people who do. You you are a manly man to admit that.
5: Sir, do you want to yeah, hear something yeah. that's going to make you happy? Sure. Well, because I wrote a Hallmark movie, Tis the Season to Be Merry, which is rerunning all year.
4: I have it recorded. Um, Excellent.
5: Thank you. I was checking out the ratings last year, and guess what? Hallmark movies operated. regularly are in, like, the top five things that are on cable, and they regularly beat out, like, every Fox News talk show. This is oh, true. that
2: oh, is fantastic. True. I love Hallmark Excellent. movies. Okay.
4: Do you? By the I way, do. I also wanted wanted to state real quick, if I could, uh, Ms. Kirkman, you are incredibly funny, incredibly talented, and even not feeling well, incredibly beautiful. So thank you oh, for thank just being you.
5: Isn't
2: she literally well, shining and pretty? Look at her. Look at her.
5: Well, I have a ring light on, and the shingles haven't moved to my face yet, so I am very grateful. Oh,
4: that's a good thing. Oh, no. Oh, well, All right. Well, everyone have a good day. Lots of love and
5: happy Hallmark, and yeah. that's stuff I forgot to mention. That's how I've been getting through this election season. They've, I've been watching Christmas movies. Yeah, I love them. Just, I really you know,
2: do. Yeah. That that might be the only thing that breaks up Me and the girlfriend She does not like Hallmark movies She likes really dark stuff but I can't like Yellowstone and, I don't know,
3: like, She doesn't like Dumber lo- She, I don't, I she can't. doesn't like big city lawyers Moving to small towns And opening a bakery So that they can meet opening The man of their m-
4: lives m- at Christmas Muffin shops Yeah
3: <laughs> You know All they've right.
5: got even Some lesbians in these movies now They're getting really progressive I
2: know Isn't it fantastic
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
4: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: We're gonna win, you know why? Because of the kids in America.
0: the kids in America.
2: Hello Victor She. hello, good morning Hello, they, hello They remind me you're not a it's kid so good to see you <laughs> You're not a kid however compared to me that, He's also never heard that song because that came out in 1981 <laughs> <laughs> That was the year I was born <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Compared to those of us that are old and cynical I'm just saying Victor, you have been very happy clappy on the uh on the Twitters and elsewhere, but you know, yours is based on actual numbers. You, yesterday you, you said, let's look at what we're seeing with one day left and the following battleground states turnout among young Democrats is far higher than at this time in 2018. you went through, you know, Georgia, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, um, the actual numbers and said young Democrats are turning out. But then you said you tweeted, but young Republicans in the following battleground states are turning out at far lower rates then in 2018, you list Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas. You said bottom line young Democrats are showing up, young Republicans aren't. And that's dragging down the average, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's one of the most fascinating things that I'm seeing. So we've been going through, so I'm currently in D.C. with a group called Voters of Tomorrow, and um, I've been going through the data on uh, Target early, which is the platform that we use to kind of accumulate all our data. And it's fascinating because what you see kind of alluded in that tweet is you have young Democrats turning out in really, really high numbers, far surpassing the numbers of 2018 in key battleground states. Only in a couple of states are young Democrats turning out in uh, fewer numbers. But in those states you also see young republicans turning out at far lower numbers than 2018 and so it's interesting because Overall, the youth turnout rate is slightly lower than 2018, but that's m- mostly because of young Republicans staying home, which yeah. I think is really interesting.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, you also tweeted a year ago, Republicans were polling 10 points higher than Democrats. now it's dead even between Democrats and Republicans. Please stop acting like this election is over. We still have two days and the power is in our hands to keep organizing and turning out votes. Um You know, I I think it's that kind of enthusiasm. And and I think I'm hoping this is the year young people get sick of old hags like me going, young people never turn out. yeah, (laughs) Right? Because there's a lot. I, I think young people get it. There's a lot on the line right now.
4: There, there is a lot on the line, and I think, you know, one of the things that I, I always like to stress, and this is the whole point, why Jill and I, we created this uh, podcast, is because it's really an intergenerational effort to save democracy. It's everyone turning out no matter what age you are. I think a lot of the times... Um, You know, young people might look to older people as um, the people who save democracy. But this time around, I think young people really know their place in this system. They're energized. They're enthusiastic about voting. And so I think what's going to make this election different is you're going to have all the generations come out to vote. Today, you know, there are already a lot of votes cast. And together, I think we're going to save democracy. And it's that intergenerational spirit that I think gets everyone out there and ready and, and saving democracy. So fingers crossed.
2: You know i'm super old but you just made me ovulate i just want to tell you that right now that was so precious and positive positive. And, okay. and i
4: just want to say too you mentioned the polls i mean i i don't like to take stock in in the polls but yeah. you know when you have poll after poll after poll showing that democrats and republicans are are pretty much tied i think it's really irresponsible for anyone to jump to conclusions i mean a lot of the polls i i'm convinced are Republican propaganda. You have a bunch of polls that are just small sample size. You have a bunch of polls that are yeah. skewed Republican. Um, and so, you know, don't take too much stock in the polls and don't let anyone tell you that this election's over because yeah. we still have I mean, at yeah. least uh, 12 hours until uh, most polls close. Yeah.
2: And you again, a lot of your tweets very specific. Uh, you were talking about on uh, NBC, they were saying young people, women and black voters in Wisconsin up nearly 50 percent compared to 2018. So, you know, if we are leaving reading tea leaves, the tea leaves are pretty good. But they're but they're also in the actual early voting numbers. That, so that's not even polling we're talking about anymore.
4: Yeah, no, definitely. And that was uh, Ben Wickler, who said that he's the chair of the Wisconsin Democratic Party. And he's been uh, just such a fierce voice for uh, why Wisconsin so important. I was watching that and then I texted him afterwards saying, is that true? Like, like young, uh, young people, black people, um, women, all of these people are up nearly 50% from 2018, said, yes, this is what we're seeing. You're seeing a ton of people energized, ready to vote. And uh, last night, Mandela Barms from Wisconsin, uh, who's running for uh, uh, Senate, he also made a similar point where, I mean, you're seeing a lot of these trad- non-traditional voters go out and vote. And because there's so much on the line in this election, from abortion to contraception access to who you want to marry, I mean, all of these things are on the line. And these are things that Republicans have said out loud, which I think is the most... Uh, sickening part is that they've told us what they want to do and so voters pay attention i think they're listening and uh, so far from what we know i think uh, the turnout rates look pretty good
2: yeah victor what what do you think is the issue driving the younger voter to the degree that we're seeing this this time i mean it does it have to do with student debt or marijuana or just everything
4: i I, you know i think like you said um at the beginning of of this segment it's overwhelmingly abortion for for young people um we did a poll uh at voters of tomorrow and uh Nearly 70% of young people said that abortion was their top uh, factor for why they're voting in this election. Uh, after the Dobbs decision, I, I can tell you uh, the number of people who I saw post on my Instagram stories who who said they would register to vote, who spoke out, was far greater than anything else I've ever seen before. So, yeah think young people are really energized by abortion but it's not just yeah. that it's things like climate change like you said student loan forgiveness which has been something that president biden uh, promised on the campaign trail and yeah. accomplished uh, when he was in office yeah um, gun reform gun safety these are all things that are so kind of immediate in in young people's lives and uh young people care about
2: yeah well and let me say as someone with uh, whose girl parts are a, you know barren empty wasteland where no man's seed can find purchase we care right we care too we, we do. We do not have kids anymore. I'm just saying. I can't either. It is an so... issue that unites all of us. <laughs> I thought you were only 41. Hey, sometimes it goes they, early. They, they quit early. Yeah. Okay. You've okay. the
4: experience of a 61-year-old.
2: Not not in front of the children. Don't talk about mommy's <laughs> hoo-ha in front of the baby. Victor. <laughs> Uh, you also tweeted footage from University of Michigan on Campus Voting Center. So it's a huge line of young people waiting to vote. Young people in Michigan and across the country are fired up, ready to turn out. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I mean, I saw that in uh, University of Austin as well. And I'm always, you know, Victor, I'm of two minds. You're like, oh, that's great, turnout. But you're like, it is by design that they're making kids wait in lines because they know you're going to vote Democratic. It's, it's yeah. you know, by design that they took polling stations yeah. away from, uh, you know, university areas, right?
4: No, and that was that was one of the most extraordinary things I saw. So I have a friend in, at University of Michigan, and so he went and recorded the line, and, and the line was out the door. You see all of these um, pe- young people waiting in line, and that's part of the reason why I think for so many young people, voting sometimes is so difficult, because you have to wait in such long lines. I was talking to some friends uh, on college campuses, and they said um, some, especially universities in the South, they took away polling locations yep. in this election, um, and so the nearest polling location is... 20 25 minutes away from campus and so it's a long haul to get there you have lines um, one of the great things about uh twitter is that they have this uh service called pizza to the poll so if your line is an hour uh or if, if it's an hour longer uh, line you can basically go on if twitter listen and you, you add
2: some weed and the pizza polls. we will never elect republicans again
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly
4: yeah but i mean I think these lines are, are such an indication that young people are energized, but it's also sad that you see lines mm-hmm. that long and that um, you don't have more access to voting them up for young people, I think.
2: Victor, to what degree is the, speaking of Texas, then doing oh. stuff like making sure you can use a gun you know, ID but not a student ID to vote, I mean, to what degree do you think that's going to affect things? And uh, how do we, I mean, I guess that's the problem. We've got to get the levers of power back to change things that are blatantly discriminatory like that.
4: Oh. And that's one of the things that I've been seeing in the data overwhelmingly. The two states where you're seeing uh, young people turn out at far lower rates than 2018 are Florida and Texas. And part of the reason why I think that is because they have voter IDs laws that are surgically targeted uh, to make it harder to vote. Voter IDs laws, just like you said, where, you know, just because you have a student ID doesn't mean that you can actually vote because it's not an acceptable form of ID. Um, things like getting rid of uh, college um, campus centers so that voters have to go uh, to a campus, I guess, go to a voting, yeah. voting location further away. I mean, all of these things are so designed to keep people from the polls. And those are also the states where you're seeing young people just turn out not as uh, in high yeah. numbers. Well, to a lot of kids
2: don't have a car. Or they don't have a license from the state that they're, you know, the university's in. They have it from their home state. I mean wasn't that long ago, Jody. I was in the other place. Not UCLA. You remember. USC. <laughs> Sorry. I don't hold that you against don't you. Do that. I mean, my point is fight on for old SC. I mean, no, fight no, on no, for no, victory. No, no, no. not that I hold a grudge. Way. See, Bruins, women never Bruins, forget. Uh-huh. Women never forget. <laughs> Um, you tweeted one more day. This is the time to talk to every young person in your life. Make sure they have a plan. Uh, they have a plan to vote. Talk to them about the power they have in this election. Because to save democracy, we're going to need as many young people voting as possible. Don't give up yet. And I would say that today, right? The, yeah. You can mm-hmm. still, you know, do uh, day of, right? We we've got uh, uh, you know, the entire day to to make sure. Because some people, that's what we were just saying about it's pouring here in I A. I don't know if you've talked to your friends at U. C. L. A. But oh, yeah. you know. We're kind of giant season when it rains here in LA. So <laughs> this is why we voted early. But, uh, and can I just say real quick? You're, uh, I, I wanted to get your take on um, Twitter. And you said so much for free speech. My friend and legendary oh, comedian, Kathy Griffin, got suspended from Twitter for impersonating Elon Musk. Our country and Twitter is in serious trouble if we don't understand what comedy is. Um, yeah, I thought he announced comedy's back. I, I guess, except is- for Kathy.
4: I mean, he clearly doesn't understand what it is. And Elon Musk, I mean, the whole. Twitter platform is is going to a place where I don't want it to go. I don't think where anyone wants it, wants it to go. But, um, you know, one of the things that I personally I, mean, I like Twitter. I think Twitter is a great platform in many ways. It's dangerous in many ways because of how much misinformation is on there. But overall, I like it. But what I'm seeing Elon Musk do is just so concerning. You know, I don't know what the alternative is. I know that Mastodon is is something that people are flocking towards. But I've tried to go on Mastodon, and it looks, um, I don't know, it's a little bit confusing. It confused the heck right. out of me when yeah, I okay, tried to sign yeah. up. Yeah. I say stay. Yeah, Counter-Social
2: <laughs> looks like... I am <laughs> Mel Gibson in Braveheart, but without the racism and homophobia. Stay. Everybody hold. Cold. Stay on Twitter till we figure out as one, because I'm afraid yes. we're going to splinter, like Travis said.
4: I just wanted to go... I wanted to go and take a look at it, because that's what yeah. I heard people were looking at, and like Victor yeah. said, um, it is confusing. so confusing. It's yeah. like, pick a server. I'm like, I, okay, oh. I'm done. Stop. Yeah. By. Yeah, well, done.
1: Counter-Social looks like TweetDeck. Oh, all right. Well so it's more listen, familiar.
2: Hold people. everybody hold. It's election day. Yeah, Let's just on Twitter, focus yes. on voting. Just uh, just wait until election is yes, over after Victor, that. We're old and feeble. Give us the marching <laughs> orders for today. Tell us give us your pitch, your election day pitch.
4: So I mean there's still time, there's still hours until polls close. Um, I would say two things first is just try to reach out to one young person in your life. It can be a college student, it can be a nephew, it can be a you know, a grandchild. Just Reach out to them. Let them know how important their vote is. They have the power to decide this election. Um, the numbers show that, you know, especially in 2018 and 2020, if young people didn't show up in the way that they did, Democrats would have lost control of Congress in 2018. In 2020, President Biden wouldn't have been president yep. and uh, Senators Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff wouldn't have been senators. So it's young people who have the power to decide elections. Reach out to one person. I think this election is all about turnout. Yep. Yep. a lot of the races especially on the local level are going to be decided by the margins and so yep. make sure you reach out to at least one person in your life today and then also let them know that if they go out and wait in the in polls they can stay there as long as yep. they get there before polls close yep. so even yeah. if polls close at nine if they get there at eight fifty nine, wait in line uh and if it's a long line ask yep. pizza to the polls to make sure that uh they can they can get pizza or water um, while they're waiting along, yeah,
2: Victor, uh, teach us old people how to talk to the youngins. What if I'm going to talk to a young person? What's what's the slang we're using now? Oh, I want to be cool, election mom. What do I? Do you uh-huh. say hey? What's the four one one anymore? No, peace out, peace out to y'all's mamas. How? He doesn't know what four one one is. Help us. How do we talk to how? What do I? What's a salutation? Nobody what four one one anymore. Shut up, Chris. What do I do, Victor?
4: So I don't know any. You know, that's that's an interesting. I don't know any slang for voting, which is I think. Part of the problem, it's like we should make voting more fun and, and right. enjoyable. Yeah. I don't know any slang particularly. Right. Maybe okay. maybe send them a if you if you find um like a young activist on TikTok, maybe send them a TikTok. There you and, go. You know, oh sure. That, okay, as soon the, as I figure that out. That
2: yeah, that'll be six election cycles from now when I figure out TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. Thank <laughs> you, Children Stephanie. are the Thank future, you. starting with you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Victor. <laughs> Victor she. Uh, it's I gen politics, right? Yes. Podcast yes. with our friend Jill Winebanks. Get it.